Welcome to the Creative Marketing Show with your host, Rosh Sillers. Welcome. Welcome to the Creative Marketing Show. I am your host, Rosh Sillers. This week, we're talking about starting your photography business, your creative business, or maybe it's a new part of your business. So when I talk about starting a business, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're starting from scratch or you're starting a totally new business. Maybe it's another division of your business. And there is a secret. Now, I have a many areas within my business. As you know, part of our strategy is seven sources of income in the long term. Maybe you only have one right now. That's fine. You're getting that one going, but maybe you're going to have three or four down the road. Maybe ultimately you'll have seven. Maybe you'll have a few more. Why seven? Well, I'll explain that in a moment. But the thing is, no matter what you want to do, see, we have a scale that we work with, and you can get a copy of the scale in the show notes at roshsillers.com. But this scale kind of helps guide us to grow our business in a way that we ultimately achieve peace of mind. Number one is the one we talked about last week on this podcast, which is channel building, building your channel, building a audience who will respond to your new business. But once we get past that, that's that's that can be hard. I mean, starting a channel can be hard, but what is even harder is starting the business, because a lot of times people think that we need to have everything perfect in order before we start the business. And that is the biggest number one failure mechanism available to you is to wait till everything is perfect because it never will be. Now, maybe you have a goal. You have a goal that maybe you need $10,000 in your bank account before you start. Now, if that is a realistic thing for you to do, then do that. That's fine. That's your starting point. I don't recommend that, but maybe that is what you need to do for your security. But here's the deal. If you don't even have $100 saved, and you've had trouble saving money, and you want to leave and start your own business because you're having money problems, then don't allow money to be the trigger to move you forward. Now, if you know that you can save money well, and all you need to do is save a little faster, maybe cut a few expenses, and you'll get there in a few months, and you'll feel a little more secure having some kind of cushion, then that's fine. However, you can't set up those triggers that will prevent you from succeeding in the first place. Because not starting is the number one thing that will prevent you and keep you from your success. Not all of the outside things in the world, everything that you can't control, you can't let those be the items that you need to check off your list before you start, because that will not work. When I start a business, I usually start it a little too quickly. I jump in head first, go all at it, make mistakes. And so that is the position that I am coming from. 
However, I do know that there are many of you who need to have a more organized approach, and I am all for that more organized approach. I do think it's important that you have a plan, a business plan, a marketing plan. However, you need to make that list now and list out everything that needs to be complete within your control before you start. And if that is what you need to do, then do that. But just make sure everything is in your control in a timeline that is reasonable. So what are some of the things you should consider when developing that plan? Well, first of all, who is your target market? Well, before we get there, let's think about the problem we're solving. What problem does your photography solve? What problem does the new division of your company solve? Your new project solve? What problem are you solving for your target market? But before you know who that is, you need to ask yourself, who has this problem? Quite often that problem is not what you think it is. Well, people want photographs. That's their problem. They don't have people. Name somebody that has a real photography problem, meaning they cannot create a photograph right now. Name someone. Go ahead. Well, you know, you're probably coming up with some kind of weird scenario or a joke or somebody who has an issue, a real issue that goes beyond photography. But the thing is, people don't have a photography problem so much these days. There is no black box of magic that only a photographer can understand. However, there are styles, techniques, and ways of creating an image or even a final product that maybe only you can create or a good photographer, a professional photographer can create. Or maybe there are certain scenarios, maybe processes, maybe situations, types of photography that require a certain amount of production or expertise or knowledge to be able to get the job done right. If somebody comes to you for an actor headshot or a model headshot, whatever it may be, their problem is not that they don't have a photograph. Their problem is they're not being hired or they want to be hired as an actor or they want to be hired as a model and they need to freshen up their look or offer their look for the first time. And they need somebody who has the experience and know-how to create the look that they're going after or to guide them through the process. Maybe point them in the right direction on how to become a model, how to become an actor. Little tips and tricks based on the information that maybe you have gathered through the years as you've watched actors and actresses and models become successful or not. What did they do? What was the difference? Maybe you can recognize some things early on that could guide them in the right direction. If you're doing real estate photography, maybe you have some experience with various types of properties in terms of maybe there's a trend. You see what is selling and what is not based on the types of photographs that the real estate agent publishes. Maybe the real estate agent publishes everything and even the bad pictures and ultimately it doesn't work, but maybe it does work. Maybe people like the realistic element of even the bad pictures. I don't know. This is this is just information that is coming off the top of my head because I don't know until I actually examine that situation and you examine that situation based on what is happening 
in your real estate market? What is it that you can do to help real estate agents sell more? Not how can I convince real estate agents that they need to hire me? It needs to be the more proactive. I'm the person who is going to help you sell more homes. They don't have a photography problem. They have a sales problem, a problem of needing to sell more homes. And if you can help them, partner with them, make them feel like you are a dependable part of their process of selling a home. And when they use you specifically with your guidance and expertise, they're going to do a better job of serving their client who has the problem of not needing more photographs, but once again, selling that home. If somebody is hiring you, they have a problem. And usually, probably 90% of the time, it is not a photography problem. The problem beyond that problem is the problem that you need to fix as you're starting your business. When you understand that, as you start your business, you're going to be able to make better decisions in these beginning days in the way you market and develop your business plan, your marketing plan, and the first steps that you take to find your new clients, your new customers. So now you know when starting, you need to have an understanding of the problems you solve. And now you need to ask yourself, who has those problems? And develop your business plan and your marketing plan around the people who have those very specific problems. Develop what we refer to as a persona. A persona is an outline of the type of person or even an in-depth description of your ultimate customer. Give them a name. Where do they live? Why do they have these specific types of photography problems? What is their life like? Where do they work? How many kids do they have? What are their hobbies, their annual income? Everything you possibly can. And sometimes if you give them a name, that will actually give you the opportunity to market specifically to that person with the vision of who they are in your head. So we know we need to create a business plan to start, a marketing plan, and honestly, don't let those words scare you. Business plan, marketing plan. It doesn't have to be that in-depth. It can be, and good ones certainly can be, but the thing is, we often ignore them. We write them out as an exercise. However, we never refer back to them. It's very common. If you ask somebody who's been in business for five, 10 years, oh, where is your business plan? And if they say they've never updated or done anything, then ask them, when was the last time you actually looked at it? And chances are they'll tell you when they wrote it. And that was the last time and it was filed away. We've done it. We did our business plan, but we never really looked back at it again. And the same goes with the marketing plan. A marketing plan should be updated regularly, maybe quarterly, definitely annually. But it doesn't have to be really long. Your marketing plan could be a half a page long and maybe your business plan is a page long. And it can state the things that I just mentioned the problem you solved, and then talk about your competition. Now, as you know, as part of our 
process, we generally think of competition as a place to look for inspiration and ideas and see what's working and what is not. But we don't base our business off of the competition because if we're worried about the competition, we are not creating something new and building our own brand. We're going to start worrying about how much they're charging and what packages they're giving away and what they're doing wrong and then maybe copying that so we're not hurt by it. We don't want that. We want to focus on a good, strong, healthy photography, creative business. And so we look at the competition. We talk about the competition, especially if it's locally in your business plan. Who are these people? What are they doing? Acknowledge them. Maybe even acknowledge what they're doing right, what they're doing wrong. And if there are things that they are doing wrong, what are some areas that we can take advantage of as we start to build and grow our business. Again, don't wait for everything to be in line and perfect because here's the thing. Number three on our list is process. We have the combination code and the code is 7531 and three is processes, continuously improving the processes. But until we know what we need to improve, it's hard to make improvements. And that's why we have to start. We start and go through the process of earning our first client, making our first dollar, and understanding what we had to do, how we had to serve that client, and what we did to follow up. And there are many different other processes that we can identify moving forward that will help us improve our business, such as the follow-up process, the communication process, working with vendors process, so many processes that we'll recognize as we move along. But if you never address it, if you just say, man, this thing always goes wrong in my business. Well, why is that? Start looking at ways to fix it. Can you fix everything that is out of your control? Absolutely not. But you can fix your reaction to situations. You can fix ways which will help avoid other situations, make it easier for you to navigate the waters of your business and the marketplace. These are things you can do, but you can't do anything until you understand those processes and go through the processes. So in the beginning, you really just have one process to work through the first time, and that is earning the new client, delivering the goods, and following up, invoicing, getting paid. Then you can start breaking things down a little bit more, even with one experience. Even if you have one or two clients already, great. Take a look and see what trends you see that could help you improve your business. Those trends could be internal or external, how people react to your photography, how you go through the process of creating images. There are a number of things that you can examine to improve. However, there are certain things you can do as you're starting in the very beginning, even if you don't have any clients, and that is to identify people who can support you that will be even more important down the road and we'll talk about them they're the number five in our combination five people that's part of it but you do need to find professionals who can support you even if you just identify them right now maybe you don't have the income to actually hire a lawyer to hire a 
CPA. That's okay. Identify them. Interview them. Let them know that you are looking for good support for your business as it develops in the coming months. So that person knows that you're not going to be knocking on their door immediately. However, you would like to use somebody as a resource. And you can't just call them for free all the time. You interview them once and you select the one or two that you'd like. And when you're ready to actually hire somebody for the specific service, well then, well then you can knock on their door again and follow up. Now, if these say, hey, if you have any questions, feel free to give me a call. That's fine. That's fine, but don't abuse that because they will get mad really quickly. But if you have a legitimate question in the process, which down the road very well may lead to hiring them because they have been such a good support for your business, then consider that. Also look into insurance. Find out how much it costs to have liability insurance. Talk to an agent. How much do you really need? And don't be embarrassed. Just say, this is where I am right now. I know I need insurance. I know you may even have to requote this down the line. I'm just trying to figure out where I stand, what I need to do. What I'm telling you is that you probably have a number of services and situations that you've heard about that you think that maybe I'll deal with it when I have customers, when I have the opportunity or the money to actually hire these people. I'll do it then. But then you may not because you have some money. However, you don't, you're not quite sure where to go. You're not sure. Well, I'll do that later. And then it never happens. So identify and understand what it takes, just like our process of the cost of doing business, understanding what the costs are ahead of time, even if you realistically just can't afford it in the beginning. Some photographers are going to come into the game and have the money and are able to afford certain services right out of the gate, while others hardly have a camera to even use to photograph. Everybody starts at a different level. But if you take the time to ask the questions, you will be more prepared down the road. There are certain types of insurances you probably haven't even thought about that you may need, such as professional insurance and things like that, that you may never have even heard of, if not thought of. And you need to know this now. And that way you can make your decision later. Maybe you will decide, I don't want liability insurance. That may not be a great idea, but you know it costs this amount of money and you are making an informed decision. However, again, you can't let these things stop. You can't wait. Go when you can go. Start when you can start. And if you have a little bit of an audience, which you started in step one, go to that audience and let them know. Make it a big celebration. I am open for business. And share that with your community. Share it with your friends. Share it with your family. Maybe there is a way in which you can give people the tools to help refer you. Don't look at everybody as a customer. I don't think people like to be looked at as a customer. However, I think people do want to help you. They do want to support you. And if you can let them know that it's okay to refer you if they trust you. And that's one of the things we like to talk about. Are you ready to start 
Should you even take this leap into the world of being a professional photographer? Well, you should have decided that a long time ago because now is the time to start. However, I am going to review that one thing that I tell people if they want to know if they should start their photography business because friends and family have told them that they have such a great eye. That's wonderful. However, if those friends and family have not hired you, there's a sign. Now, you may say, well, none of them really needed photographs. Well, well, it's true that some may not see the value in photography or had a photography problem related to what you are doing, but that's not really what I'm talking about. Even if friends and family are hi hiring you, that's okay, but that's not the key. The key is, are they referring you? Are they taking that leap of faith and showing how much they trust you by referring you, offering up their reputation as to saying you are the photographer they would recommend? If you are getting referrals from people, not people coming to you that you know, but referrals, people are saying you're a great photographer and they should come see you for this specific type of service or whatever it may be, then you have something. But again, you should be beyond that point of understanding. You need to start. And if you've done all this work, just get to it and start improving your work because that never ends either. You must start. There's never a point in which you have arrived in photography. There's never a point at which you have the last style or the ultimate style down. If you're waiting for that, that's just not going to happen because styles and technology and photography never stops changing and nor should you. You will never stop changing. So even if you're not exactly where you want to be, don't fall for the trap of failure, which is not starting your photography business. It's in your control. So get to it. And hey, if you're just starting your photography business, let me know about it. Tell me all about it in the comments. And if you have a photography business but are rebooting it, let me know about that. Or maybe you have a division, a type of photography or a tool related to the photography industry or service related to the photography industry. Let me know about that too. Let's get you out there. Let's get started. And I'll talk to you next week when we talk about the processes in your business and how to continuously improve those processes. It's going to be a good show. We'll talk to you then.